Hey, you guys, welcome back to Ugh, You're So Good. Today is part two of our conversation with Pentatonix's Kevin Alushula. Okay, so you just you flew out here not really knowing what yeah, exactly so what I you were doing. So I graduated, and then two weeks later was this. So it's oh like it's the craziest thing to me because I'm like I couldn't have even planned this. Yeah, that's just too like perfect. graduating from college and then this life happens, and I'm so happy that happened the way that it did because my parents would have never let me do this had I not graduated because I am yeah. very Nigerian. No, so I was going to ask you. Like, uh, I was going like, to ask you how do your parents? Oh my god! I mean, I'm sure now they feel great about it, well, but like okay, let me give you a story. Yeah, <laughs> let me I want to know. So this is so this because I grew up my dad being like. Like, you, but you'd be such a great lawyer. Right, you know? 100%. So, okay. So I remember the first apartment that we lived in, my dad came over and then he left that night and then he sent me this long text saying, I cannot believe this is where you're living now. I spent all this money to take you to Yale to boarding school and wow. this is where you're living. Like, you should just go back to medical school, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dad, I really believe in this. Yeah. And then come 2017, when we win, he's sitting right next to me in the when we win our second Grammy, Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. And then we're on stage performing with Stevie Wonder and oh, we're literally giving Ed Sheeran our second god. Grammy. Yeah. I go back and I sit next to him and he goes like, Oh, congratulations on this. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going back to medical school? And no I'm way. like He was joking uh, though, right? Yes, he was oh, okay. funny. Like, but he did that like but he was so serious about it in the moment. I'm like, Oh my gosh, Dad, are you serious? Like, he's like, No, 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 I'm joking, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But I was like, wow. Are you serious, Dad? Like so Whoa. now he gets a kick out of it. So how long when was the turning point there? Like, for for my dad? Yeah, if you're, yeah. yeah if your parents or dad. I think when he finally saw, like, he's seen us perform, but I think when he started to see us on, like, bigger stages. Yeah. Because we, he, my parents moved from Kentucky to Baltimore, Maryland, practically or outside of that. And we did Constitutional Hall, like DAR, in D.C., uh-huh. and it's about 4,000 people. And yeah. when they saw that concert, that's when my dad said, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is not just like your grandma's acapella. I get this now. Wow. Yeah. Well, so. And I don't, it's funny. I don't like, I understand when parents, yeah. especially when they came from another country, right. I can't even imagine right. what that is like to exactly. come to a foreign place where it's not your culture, it's right. not your language, it's not your world, right. and to sacrifice everything for this like person you invented, exactly. like, I invented you, right. and <laughs> and you sacrifice everything and you pay for their life and you and you teach them everything they know. And right. you know how good they are. Yeah, and like, you know how <laughs> brilliant they are. And then and then for them to be like, um, I'm gonna be a beatboxer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's why this life is so weird to me because of all the things that I thought I would be doing in my life. Literally, I could have never ever expected me to be beatboxing for my career. Uh, that's so Literally, cool. it's one of those things. And my dad, he's like, it's the farthest thing from whatever Yeah, because beatboxing, of all, kind of of all these stories, yeah, so it's cool. amazing. It's like, it's just not the thing that of I Of all the stories we've had, like, there's, we haven't even talked about beatboxing. It's just, it's <laughs> a good segue. And you're like a millionaire for beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, you know what's, okay, this is what's funny to me still, because like, this is, I guess, what I'm known for, but I don't, I don't think, about, this is weird to probably say, but I still don't think about it seriously is like I am a beatboxer because I have never seen myself even to this day as a beatboxer I really don't Interesting. I see myself as more like I'm trying to utilize my musical mind to make music yeah this is an aspect that I can utilize to make music in this specific way but I, I, I it's just but it's not like I want to be a beatboxer this is my life I, I can't I can't say that because it's never it's always been something that I've done for fun yeah. I've never done this to be the best yeah. beat mm. I've always done it for fun the things that I've really wanted to be better at is like 
my academics or being curious in, or cello, but like not beatboxing. I feel like I've always just done it for fun. And I've just gotten better. And I think it's like singing where like you can just do it all the time. Yeah. And so, and I would watch videos for fun, but like when it became the career, like that's when I started to like study, really study beatboxing, especially mm. in the context of acapella. That's when I really took it seriously. And right. now I guess I'm like known as this beatboxer in this band, but even now I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> this is well, crazy. That's why better on this podcast so everyone can hear like all yeah. the other things. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Thank like, you. It's no, just, the, the, people are going to be so curious. Do you think you ever would go back to medical school? No, I, I, no, I don't think so. Because I think <laughs> his fiance is like, no, <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I, I feel like Music is such an amazing way to tell stories yeah. that only you can tell. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many stories now that I want to tell yeah. um, from all these experiences. Yeah. And so, I mean, a lot, a lot of my experiences, I mean, besides, I mean, even though I have a fiance, thank God, like, yeah. I don't have a lot of love experiences and stuff like that, but yeah. all these other experiences I feel like I can portray in music. So mm. that's why it's been a really great way to to express myself and also hopefully give hope to a lot of other people that are like me who are first generation American yeah. or who have never, they come to this country and they're like, oh, I have this artistic dream or pursuit yeah. and it's very different from your parents. Like, well, I'm living proof that it's possible. I could have never planned it this way, but it's possible. So. And I also think you're just such a great role model because like we've been saying this whole time, like you are just an insanely hard worker and oh, like what kind. you learned first was like how to, how to do things well. So like, any kid anywhere can like do really well in their class at school. Like maybe they don't have the resources or the access to, to play cello or to even like be in a band or something, but like they can like, they can like know how to get their shit done and like, and and get good at something. Cause that, that is like the baseline skill for life. For for life. Exactly. Like my my mom always said, like it's, it's, it's the thing that she always told me. So Kevin, like, especially because you're an African-American, whatever you do, be extraordinary and uncommon. Mm. Whatever you do, do it in a way where people say, I can't believe he did it this yeah. way. And I feel like that's always been in the back of my mind. Especially, And that's, talking about affirmation, that's an affirmation that I say every I single morning. That. Like, be extraordinary, like extraordinary yeah. and uncommon in what you do. Wow. Dope. Chills. All right, you guys, it's time for my sweet angel of a boyfriend slash our mixologist on the show, Mark Manio, to make a drink. Part of this podcast is drinking. Oh, right. Um, that is part. That is a aspect of Scott and Mai's relationship. Who <laughs> 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 always has bonded us. <laughs> and one of the things we do is we we select drinks that we think our guest is would or be. would yeah would be oh and I actually wasn't, wasn't a, we usually really let Mark take the lead on this because Mark is such a good bartender oh gotcha I'm like I don't no, know how, what I would be <laughs> he's working on it I, I, I was like well it's gotta be a virgin cocktail because you don't drink no I don't drink so yeah, yeah. Which is great. But uh, I know I'm jealous. (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. (laughs) I'd have more energy about it. Mark, what what virgin cocktail do you think Kevin is? So I thought today, Kevin, because he's very healthy, he's also very sweet. Oh, okay. Um, Ginger beer because it's naturally sweetened. Wow. And some say has health benefits. Wow. That's so kind of you, Mark. (laughs) You're Mark my is guy amazing. today. Oh, See, he's wow. my version of affirmation. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I love that so much. Wow. Um, okay, I have a question. Yeah. How did you figure out you were good at beatboxing? <sighs> so, uh, good? Uh, I don't know about that. But I would say that 
whenever I was a kid, there was this guy named Music Soul Child, and he had this song called Just Friends, mm-hmm. and the song goes. And then that's how it literally Holy starts. Shit! Oh my god! And so I was like, I heard You're that. that but I'm <laughs> not. But like, I heard that, and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like, I never heard a song started that way. Like, he's singing and beatboxing. Yeah. And then I heard like Razelle, and then I heard like all these other crazy more. people. Just like, yeah. for fun. Like, what you, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> That's oh, crazy. It still blows me away, even though I've heard it for eight years. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, like I've heard it with you guys, but isolated. It's like, and like just right in front of me. It's like, oh, thank whoa, you. that is so crazy. So well, you just like you. were mimicking it, basically. Yeah, I just mimicked sounds that I heard. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to boarding school, um, there's a guy that asked me to join an acapella group because they were doing a recording um, mm-hmm. called the Yorkies. Hey, to all my <laughs> Yorkies out the there, Yorkies. short out to the Yorkies from Phillips Academy, Andover. What's up, baby? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I joined that for a year, and I actually thought it was the cheesiest thing in the world. And so mm-hmm. I did it for a year, and then I was like, I'm out, bye. And I oh and then God. and you go to Yale, and Yale is like the king of acapella yeah. like culture. I know that's so it's, funny. Yeah. I did not do it at all. People ask me about it. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm actually kind of glad that I didn't because I think I would have gotten a preconceived notion of what acapella is supposed to be. I think the greatest thing about pentatonics is that none of us had really done acapella Yeah, none of proper. us were like acapella experts going into it. Exactly. Is that true? Yeah. Oh my God. It's true. I never, yeah. Well, I did yeah. it in college. Right. But, but I mean, for a but I, Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was, and I loved it. Yeah. But I remember thinking like, I don't understand why an acapella group would get a record deal if there's 16 of them. You can't, right. there's too much to look at. Exactly. Yeah. You can't connect with anyone, you know what I mean? So that's why when we were going on the show, I was like, we can't have more than three. I wanted that's three people. So right, smart. completely. And then it was like five at least. And I was like, okay, then five. That's so but. smart. And that is true. It's like an outsider's perspective. Like sometimes people who like don't really know exactly, like they're not in the ins too much. Like they, right. they have more room to like dream. Exactly. Like be creative. Yeah. I think that's like you know? even like it pushed us. Yeah, yeah, and it pushed us. Like I think about like the way I play cello, I think it's very different from others because even though I was in the classical music realm. I didn't do it so much that that was my life. It was the only thing I thought about. And so I could listen to other types of music. I could listen to R&B and enjoy it and appreciate it. And then once I understood like my unique my unique ability when it came to the, the musical stuff that I loved, that's when I started to actually practice cello. And that was when I was 20 years old. And wow. I said, okay, now let me approach this, but in a completely different way. And then take the, the, the skill sets and the technique I had and use it in a completely different, different manner and then create something different. And so I think that was really important. Because, yeah, I think I decided that I wanted to try music at 20. Yeah. And so that's why, like, this whole journey is still 20. like that's so crazy. Yeah. Well, that, but see, that's why I'm always like, when people say that they knew when they were a kid, like this is what they wanted to do, uh-huh. like, because like I knew what I wanted, to, I wanted to do medicine, but like yeah. still like, and I was passionate, but I still wasn't like, oh, that's the only thing I could think about. Right. But like when I th- know people like you guys who have like only yeah. know that you wanted to know music, I, I'm so like, how do you know? That like it literally I say blows it's, it my chose mind. Me. It's like the only yeah. it's, it's the only moment in my life when like something just chose me and it was clean, clear. It was, yeah, it was clear for me too because I loved it way more than everything else. Yeah. But I feel so like crazy. it's trickier for you because you love so many things yeah. and you're curious about so many things and right. you're good yeah. at so many things. Like it's like if I was killing it at school and like yeah, loved exactly. it. Yeah. I would have I would I just, think, yeah. I, yeah. I find just find that always amazing when people like have that ability to just know. I 
I, and I really envy those people because I was like, oh, this would have made my life much easier. I was like, great. I would just do this one thing and just like get it done. Like I just really admire those people that know that stuff. So yeah. kudos to you guys. So we asked three questions okay. at the end at of the every end. episode. They're all they're always the same. Okay. And the first one is, what is success to you? Success to me is progress. Mm. Oh, wow. Because I, <laughs> because I feel like I've finally learned on this journey if I'm if I am better today than I was yesterday and I have made that kind of progress, that's where my joy comes from. Because, I mean, thankfully, the band has won so many accolades. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if I focused on just those accolades, those moments are ephemeral. They come and go. Mm -hmm. And you're still left with yourself. Mm. So I finally learned, like, no, no, no. If I, if I can be happy with myself and progress myself, mm -hmm. I, I have the most joy. And that's where I find my success. I love that. That, that reminds me, that. my dad, this like this quote that I've always lived by that I'm going to butcher kind of, my dad <laughs> always used to say this quote from a Kipling poem, I think, called If. And the line is something like, meet success and failure and greet each imposter the same. Yeah. And what oh, I wow. love about that is it's, it's what you're saying. It's like the success is the getting better and the moving forward and everything else isn't really real. Yeah. Like I've had yeah. moments where like, I am like killing it in this like, out loud way, you know, and then I've had quiet moments where no one's aware of me, but I'm like maybe writing the best songs of my life. Right. Exactly. You know, and it's like nothing is real. Exactly. It's like the only thing that's real is like the actual like growth and creativity and like and going forward. Exactly. And so it's like staying focused on that because I feel like the world of especially entertainment will will blind you to what that actually is. And I feel like mm -hmm. I am thankful that I maybe didn't come into entertainment knowing that's what I wanted to do in that way because I feel like I could have been wrapped up in that. Totally. And like, right. I feel like I'm every single day I'm truly happy with myself mm -hmm. knowing that I'm getting better at just being me. Because that's, that's, that's the person yeah. I feel like I'm competing against every single day. And only competing against yourself too. Yeah. yeah. Thing. It's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's, like it's not against any. It's really just you. That's awesome. I love that answer. That's, that's so good. That's a beautiful answer. Um, what's the second question? Second question is, what would you tell yourself at your lowest? <laughs> what I would tell myself at my lowest? Um, well, first of all, I let myself have a moment because I do need to have those moments just to like kick and scream and just like yeah. be myself. Yeah. Feel it. Get it out. Yeah, yeah, just kind of get it out because sometimes like I, I, I don't want to hold that in. Just yeah. let it out. And then just say like, I'm still alive. Really, yeah. like I say yeah. that every single day to myself. Like I really am alive. I have two hands and these are the hands that I need to continuously work. Mm -hmm. And so if I have those, I'm still able to progress. And so, and I just try to tell myself like a lot of good and positive things. Um, but yeah, I think especially just this, this idea of just having two hands and these I are the things I want this immigrant I want. mentality because yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm you, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's been really helpful, I think, to just progress. So yeah. Oh, wow. I love that. Okay, how is Kevin going to handle this last question? You know uh -oh. I think, me. not well. <laughs> The, the, he's the last person who would ever uh -huh. say anything. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll see. Juicy gossip wise. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, what's his last question? So Rosie and I, after a couple cocktails, like just spill <laughs> the, the tea. tea to each other. We're like, <laughs> okay. what tea is there? <laughs> yeah. And so every every time we ask guests, and I and honestly, it's, it's it never always, goes well. No, <laughs> the problem is our guests are so like wise and like. Like, and like spiritual and lovely, <laughs> then by the end it just feels like so ridiculous. We're like what <laughs> gossip do you have? Yeah, we're but like, I also still want it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the latest gossip? Latest gossip. Any gossip. 
I don't think I've ever heard you gossip ever. I yeah. <laughs> no. Besides, like, the marriage and, like, I mean, she You're like, I'm married. in love. Yeah. I'm in love. How about like, this? Is there any gossip on you that um, the PTX fans were, like, did you guys tell the proposal story? Like, is that out in the world? You don't oh, have yeah. to tell it. I mean, oh, I don't, I don't, is I don't that the personal? Proposal. No. I mean, sorry, babe, is it personal? <laughs> I'm really excited about this because we didn't tell anybody we were dating. Like, literally not a single soul. Yeah, I, think, I remember like, when I saw I you guys on Gage on Instagram. I was like, who? But like, I, <laughs> exactly. I was like, who's this babe? Oh exactly. My <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I didn't. Like we, So we met at um, her best friend's house party um, okay. in July of 2017. And, I mean, you know, we were really good friends. But I think nothing really crystallized until January of 2018. Um, and then we just started to date. And, like... It was so like magical. My dad Aww. met her, and he was like, "Listen, if you do not marry this girl, I have friends that will. <laughs> like you need to." And Lee has been a rock in my Aww. life. What's up, baby girl? She's the loveliest person. I'm looking at her. Ever. She is so. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on. When um, when did you propose? So I proposed the day before my 30th birthday, October Aww. 4th of 2018. And I had been telling her for weeks. So we designed her ring together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so she knew it, it was coming. But mm-hmm. I told her while we were on tour, the summer tour, that uh, that um, I didn't think we were going to be able to do it um, anytime soon. Uh-huh. Because the band was about to go on doing our like next full-length Christmas album. And that right. whole thing is so exhausting. Whereas <laughs> I had like... Uh-huh. Pre- like pre- Planned the whole thing, like as I did, told her. Sneaky. But that's always bad. Um, so we were going to um, this event that I was a speaker for, mm-hmm. and it was in Bend, Oregon. Uh, and so what I did was that I had a helicopter take us to this most beautiful vineyard. Okay, bachelor um, date. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because when we get there, she's like, "Oh, this is like a bachelor date." Yeah. And I said, "Baby, this is not a bachelor date." <laughs> um, but yeah, and then but to to mask the fact that I had planned this, I told the person organizing the event, um, hey, can you, I'm going to send you an email um, and I need you to send it back to me, basically saying, hey, I'm trying to get all the speakers to go on my helicopter to this vineyard so that they, they can all meet each other before the event starts. So I had him, I wrote the email, had oh him forward gosh. it back to me, sent it to her, and I was like, babe, we're going to go on this helicopter ride. Are you excited? She goes, oh my gosh, I'm That's so excited. Good. That's good. Yeah. That's sneaky. <laughs> and then to get her, like, her nails and stuff done, so I had never really done manicures and pedicures, but she wanted uh-huh. to take me one day to do that. Uh-huh. So we did, and I was like, "Oh, this is nice. They're pretty dope." Right? No, they're great. And <laughs> yeah. then I was, no, but then but what I said is I like let me keep this going so that uh-huh. she has no idea that I'm planning yes. to like it's not a, just a special you guys, experience. Like, kept going. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. We just I just kept this is, it going. This is a long game. Exactly. That I appreciate. <laughs> so like, so yeah. So so that happened. So then we get to the, to the to the vineyard, and yeah, I told her it's not a bachelor date, and then I start to tell her like my spiel, and she, and she was so funny she's like oh my gosh this is the moment i got okay be oh in the moment keep present and so then i got down on one knee and it was great because there was like a small audience that we didn't realize was going to be there and then we got this amazing pizza what it's one of the best pizza i've ever had um but yeah it was it was really a magical moment and then the funniest thing about this was that i had a video prepared for her from all of her family and friends to, to send her to that. But no, 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 no. But the funny thing is, I looked at her face the whole time and she was just kind of kind of confused the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, why is she confused? She's like, not, this is not the reaction I was going to hope to get yeah. after I proposed to her. Yeah. And it's because she was keeping herself kind of quiet because the next day she had actually asked those same people to oh send my. me a video for my uh, birthday. 
Oh, and it, and wow. it was so funny because they're all wearing the <laughs> I same. I was in that video. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're that big, right. So then all of them were wearing like the same clothes and are in the same outfit. <laughs> oh, that would be confusing. Exactly. And so that synchronicity, that means that you're supposed yeah, you to be together. Yeah. The universe the moment. Page. It was so funny. So yeah, it was really, really special. But that's the way I proposed. And it was really cool to like get it out there in the world because people were like, what? Kevin dates girls? Like what? I can't believe like it's confusing. Like it was, it was really, really fun to like kind of confuse the fans and like tell them, hey, yeah. Surprise! Surprise. Do, you have, do you guys have a wedding date yet? We do. I'm, I'm going to so keep excited. that one. That one. That's gossip. Yeah, part. that that's one. Too we, real. That's that's off the air. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm, so, I'm counting down the days. <laughs> I'm going to cry my eyes out. Please do. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, that was like episode flew by. Yeah, fascinating. This is me. fun. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. You're no, thank you. Literally a perfect guest. For this. <laughs> you're so yeah. Funny. You're just a genius. No, you're oh, so you're funny. You're so good at getting good at things. Well, thank you guys uh. for having me. This is really like it's humbling to me because I respect you both so much. Oh, like, thank so you, much. Yeah. And so thank you guys for having also me. also for being a genius. You're so nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny. You're so funny. All right, guys. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) See you next time. See you next time. (laughs) Yes. Roll the credits. Dance us out. Fade out. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good. You're so good.